Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the Fruited Plains to the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, building the bridge to conversation across our nation. Uh, blessed by God from sea to shining sea. It is and a great day in the USA. It certainly is. And hey, folks, let me tell you something. Um We stand at the threshold of a very historic moment in America for several reasons. One being the American people are going to actually see um, American politics at its worst exposed for what it is and who it is who has manipulated it. Uh, that uh, landscape and that forum for nefarious purposes, even though they are accusing the person being put on trial as being nefarious. They are about to be exposed and and the odd thing is at their own choosing at their own doing their own doing it's amazing how god works on this thing. i'm telling you listen i'm a person of faith no doubt about it you tune me in you're going to get a good dose of my of of my faith in involved with my political discussion because I do believe that uh, we have been given what we have in this nation by our creator as our founding documents want us to understand. And so you must always recognize when you see as a person of faith, the hand of God moving in your own nation. I see it. And even though these Democrats intended this for evil. <laughs> it's amazing how this is turning out for good. Because you are able to see now how uh, they operated in, in bad faith, in bad faith, to bring about the, 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 the destruction of this presidency on groundless groundless accusations groundless it boils down to a phone call that somebody did not like yet it was heard by many who were on the call and nobody who was on the call understands what is going on 
Isn't that strange? How nobody on the call can understand what is going on. (laughs) Oh, that is so rich. It is absolutely breathtaking how rich that is. (laughs) Yeah. Third hand people sitting across a table who heard a cell phone conversation, they say. (laughs) Oh, man, with that supersonic hearing. They were able to testify before the House of Representatives Committee on Impeachment. With Adam Schiff running the show and actually have the nerve to say that they heard the conversation clearly over a cell phone while sitting across the table. That's the kind of thing that the House of Representatives, Adam Schiff's committee, brought forth to try and impeach a president on. And guess what? (laughs) He's on trial (laughs) for impeachment, (laughs) for obstructing justice and abusing his power. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And friends, you are telling me that we should not march on Washington again in 2020. They have lost their minds. They they have they they not only have lost their minds. Have you had a good look at Adam Schiff? Adam Schiff in some shots that you, not all shots, but in some shots where Adam Schiff is being seen, photographed, he looks like he has lost his mind. And it is absolutely hilarious. I don't get a chance to watch Gutfeld often, but Gutfeld has... This this thing on there. Oh, I can't remember the comedian uh, who does it. The the uh, ginger ginger haired uh, comedian. Uh, he is absolutely brilliant at uh, portraying Schiff. Schiff does look as though he's just spaced, and this is what you are putting up with. So you're going to have your historic trial. And even though the president uh, has said is uh, does say on uh, occasion that he does want, uh, you know, to go forward with the trial, uh, no, no one really wants anything like this to occur. And sure, we'd like to have this uh, put behind us, but it's just gone too far now. The only people who can actually withdraw from this field from the draw from the field is the Democrats but they can't help themselves they they have started something moving that they they wish they hadn't but they can't stop it now because I believe the hand of God is directing it their their own chastisement 
is about to come and they actually instigated it themselves upon themselves. It is the most amazing thing to think about how they have caused their own self-destruction. They, they are about to self-destruct. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. And so, friends, when uh, we look at uh, the president having said prior, you know, that he would want um, the the trial to come so that you can put um, Joe Biden, put Hunter Biden, Nancy Pelosi, put Adam Schiff, all of them on trial. The president was basically saying that uh, hoping that they would see that those possibilities truly exist and back off. He was hoping that they would see that those possibilities truly exist and he hoped that they would back off. They didn't. They have not. Nancy Pelosi, uh, if she had not delivered the articles of impeachment to the Senate, um, then there would have been a great debate on what, you know, to do from there. What does that mean? Was the president then truly impeached if the articles of impeachment weren't never were never delivered? So they've been delivered. So he's been impeached. And now he goes to trial. And even though uh, everyone knows that the Democrats lost uh, great credibility during the impeachment trial and nothing came out of it that did not help actually help the president of the United States, they still want to send this thing over, uh, you know, to the Senate to carry on a, a, a debacle, a fake, a farce. Why? It's the only way that Nancy feels she can get Joe Biden the nomination because three senators, Sanders, Klobuchar and Warren will have to come off of the presidential field in order to participate in this Senate, full Senate hearing of the pre- on the impeachment of the president of the United States. They have to cast votes, and they can't really vote uh, intelligently if they're not there. So it takes them off the campaign trail. Pelosi uh, is willing to take the hit. She is gambling big time that at least she needs to get the right candidate. And Sanders and Warren actually pull away from Biden, and so does Klobuchar in a small way. She's not really worried about Buttigieg, even though Buttigieg is gaining momentum. uh, If she can just get Biden across the finish line to get that nomination, and that's why she's willing to take this hit the way she's taking it, because she ensures that the two major uh, candidates who could actually harm Joe Biden, and that's Sanders and Warren, and then coming in a, in a, a, a close third, uh, second to Warren, rather, is Klobuchar, who I think is going to show up real good in this coming Iowa debate. She's going to show up real good. And um, the president, even though he said that he would like to have, you know, the trial to happen, he really does not want, no one would want 
uh, to have to put yourself, the country, through your family, through this type of thing. And he indicates this uh, in something he said a few days ago. Um, the, the president, um, Donald Trump, on I think it was Sunday, said Senate impeachment trial would only give partisan Democrat witch hunt credibility. And he's right. He's right. But uh, it also brings a spotlight on the people bringing the charges. Yeah, because there are questions that the American people, we, we would have let it go if they would have let it go. But now you've pushed it to a point where we, we hey, we can't let it go unless they back down, unless they stand down. They could stand down at any time, but they're not going to. You understand? They're not going to. But they could. They could stand down at any time. And so um, the president really doesn't want that because he knows that it gives the the, uh, the witch hunt credibility. Many believe that by uh, the Senate giving credence to trial uh, to a trial based on no evidence, no crime, uh, read the transcripts, no pressure, impeachment hoax rather than an outright dismissal. It gives the partisan Democrat witch hunt credibility that it otherwise does not have. And I agree. Um, The president agreed with that, you see. And so that in itself indicates that, of course, uh, he would prefer to have this thing just dismissed. And and, and the the truth is, uh, in our hearts of hearts, Americans, so would we. We would just rather this thing go on. But uh, the wheels of of justice now uh, spin in favor of the process being carried forth unless charges are withdrawn. The wheels of justice in our own justice system the 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 uh, procedural the procedures have taken place, and you just can't dismiss the procedure. And and friends, um, the rules of law are the rules of law. Um, and, and the only way that this does not now go to trial is that the charges are withdrawn. Otherwise, we risk not adhering to our own rules of law. So, um, we're in a fight. Yeah, we are in a fight, and uh, make no mistake about it. We must prevail. Or the whole thing changes. And you are indeed getting an opportunity of looking into the very bowels of the way politics is played. It is a rough and tumble game. And uh, the Democrats, uh, the the GOP senators, Republican senators, uh, reject any idea of dismissing Trump impeachment charges. 
the, because they understand that they do not want the cloud hanging over their heads, that somehow there was a miscarriage of justice. And you know, without a doubt, the Democrats would whip that pony. They'd get on that pony and try and ride it as far as they could possibly ride it if the charges that were uh, produced by the House. And, hey, uh, the majority of the House is Democrat, and uh, they impeached. They impeached the president of the United States. And so they brought political charges against him. And Nancy Pelosi has finally delivered those charges to the Senate. She's crossed over, uh, walked across the Capitol, and she's, she has uh, presented those charges to the Senate. And the Senate now must either take up these charges or dismiss them. And in this circumstance, in this situation, justice almost calls for them to take these charges up and bring to the Senate the chief justice of the Supreme Court and have him preside impartially as the third branch of government represented over this trial. It is historic, but it is also a ruse in many ways for Nancy Pelosi to get who she wants unless unless and this is this is this is the other shoe to drop from on high that that you actually call to the Senate as a witness against himself or for himself, the former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, along with his son, Hunter Biden. This, I'm telling you, can get this can get messy. (laughs) You better believe me. This can get messy. We have no factual evidence, no factual witnesses ever presented to the United States House of Senate. There was no factual witnesses. And there are there, evidently there aren't any, but against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, against Adam Schiff and uh, against Nancy Pelosi, we have factual witnesses. We have lies that were told. And we'll be back to talk about the trail and where it's leading us to when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show, building the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here over the mega airwaves of a great nation, America. Be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL with you on this great day in the USA. Glad to be here with you as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the CL Bryant Show. It's a great day in the USA. And uh, you know what, friends? We're talking about the. effects of this um, trial that's going to apparently occur unless a few things happen. A few things could happen that uh, could derail this thing. Um, but uh, as it stands right now, it's um, on course. We're on a collision course with a very historical uh, trial here in our nation. And people like um, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren um Sanders is they're wanting to take him out. And I've said here today on this show that it it has been it is um, uh, Nancy Pelosi's job to in in her own heart of hearts to try and protect the party, uh, at least for herself and people like her. And Bernie Sanders is is neither of those. He's not uh, uh, he's not like her. Okay, I want you to get I want you to understand that. No, not at all. He's not like her. And um, she doesn't want him to be the nominee. And so um, she pushes this thing. But now the policies that Sanders has pushed forward. Endorsed by Ocasio-Cortez and many of the leftists in the Democrat Party, the policies that uh, have been proposed by Sanders, uh, CNN uh, actually reports, would double, double, double Fed spendings, double The proposed spending programs by Senator Bernie Sanders would at least double federal spending over a 10-year span. CNN did their homework, uh, which they should be doing, but they they usually didn't, especially when it came to Obama. With Obama, CNN, I mean, he had to pass on everything, everything. But I'm telling you that they're going to work against Bernie they're already, they're already working against Bernie. Nancy already has her her her, her claws in whoever she needs to have her claws in to to have them run negative negative stories about uh, proposed spending that Sanders himself uh, is proposing. It would double the Fed. CNN is reporting against Sanders. And 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 when you're thinking about this now, I want you to think about this. Understand that Bernie would have gotten 
uh, fair and squarely the nomination from the Dems when Hillary was running for president. He would have he was cheated out of it. He was beaten out of it. Yeah. And uh, little Debbie, <laughs> who was chairman, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was chairman of the um, uh, Democrat Party, the, the, the DNC at that time. She colluded with Hillary to cheat Bernie out of the nomination using the superdelegates and all of that type of thing. <laughs> they cheated him. They cheated him. And they're doing what they can to cheat him again. They don't want him. Bernie, you might as well get the message, man. They don't want you, at least not in the old Democrat Party. They want you in the new Democrat Party. In fact, you are the godfather for the new Democrat Party, Bernie. You're the godfather. Yeah, but CNN is saying that Bernie's spending programs would double federal spending over the next 10 years. And Bernie, let me tell you something. I don't care who Americans are. They don't want to see a whole lot of money like that spent over 10 years. I'm telling you that Nancy Pelosi has colluded with CNN to put out negative stuff against you. Yeah. It plans. Uh, it said the CNN reports also. It said that the plans would increase spending as a share of the economy far greater than President Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal or the Great Society under President Lyndon Johnson. Projections for Sanders' single payer health care plan are about 30, oh my goodness, 30 trillion or more over the next decade. And you know that it would be more because guess what? It always is. <laughs> you could actually triple, you could actually triple the federal spending, which would make, let me tell you what that would do. You would have Americans, some Americans, definitely trying to scavenge toilet paper. The economy would go to the toilet if that were to happen. And CNN is pointing that out on Bernie Sanders' spending plan. Yeah. And and his Green New Deal, CNN goes on to say his Green New Deal, plus the cancellation of all student debt, and a guaranteed federal job program could be more than his single-payer health care plan, CNN reported. So, get this straight. What CNN was reporting was the fact that uh, the spending plan for uh, Bernie Sanders alone for single payer health care would cost thirty trillion dollars or more. And that does not include his ideas on the Green New Deal guaranteed federal job programs. <laughs> 
for all who would want a job with the Federals and dismissing, forgiving, canceling all student debts. That would cost at least as much as the single-payer health program. So, in essence, if Bernie Sanders were to get his way, if he were nominated as the standard bearer for the Democrat Party, Bernie would want to spend, would triple, triple, with single-payer and forgiving the student loans and uh, guaranteeing jobs and uh, all of that type of thing, the Green New Deal. If Bernie had his way, we would triple the federal spending. We would add 60. It would put us into a free fall. The economy would absolutely collapse CNN I'm telling you Nancy Pelosi is doing her best to play her best game in getting who she wants nominated to run for president from the Democrat Party and she must make sure that this Senate fiasco moves forward she and Chucky Schumer, the Count Dracula himself, <laughs> Schumer, Schumer reminds me not of Bella Lugosi. No, 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 no. Schumer, Schumer reminds me of like the the original Dracula. <laughs> you remember the original Dracula? He was hideous. It was a silent. I think it was silent. Schumer reminds me of the original Dracula. And he's going to <laughs> he's going to um make sure that he keeps the lie going. He has to keep that lie going in order for he and Nancy to get the nominee that they want and that is Joe Biden. And so they're Putting out the CNN is in cahoots, evidently, because CNN has put out this hit. This is a hit piece on Joe. I mean, on uh, uh, um, Bernie Sand on Boiny, on Boiny. They're saying Boiny, <laughs> you your plans are too much even for us. We would go bankrupt. We would not be able to send our reporters into the field, Boiny, if you had your way. Because we would not be able to afford gas, the price of gas. And you know, Bernie would put such taxes on that. Gas would be skyrocketed because he'd have to tax it. Anything that you use, he'd have to tax it. You would be taxed into oblivion, America. You would have to be taxed. Yeah. 
housing would drop because uh, on the Bernie's plan, the Green New Deal and all of that type of thing, uh, uh, there'd be a lot of people getting free houses. In fact, a lot of people who would not be able to afford living in certain places, if Bernie had his way, they would be living in um, places that uh, they couldn't afford. You'd be paying for it. Yeah. In many ways, you'd be paying, you'd be paying for it in many ways. <laughs> oh, San Francisco, you come to mind. Oh, can't you see what happens under a Boyne Sanders administration? If Boyne, <laughs> oh my, and Nancy Pelosi, you know what, even though I have come to her to, uh, uh, defense and I know that she's trying to get her boy um, elected, I, I think she's left her left leaning, her big time Marxist people in San Francisco. She's left them alone for the sake of being I, Nancy's going to run again. Nancy's going to run again. She'll die in office. Nancy's never going to step aside. I mean, you know, this is what she does. This is what she breathes this stuff. If, if, if she were pushed aside, if she were pushed out of the Democrat Party right now, she would die. This is what she does. Same with Maxine Waters. I mean, that, this is what she does. This defines who she is. She had this is the life. This is her life. Same thing with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. What causes her to fight and beat and fight and beat back pancreatic cancer? She's fighting for her life. She wants to continue doing. She wants to continue living her life. And being on that Supreme Court is her life. Nearly 90 years old. That's her life. And, uh, friends, that is why we are going to see the bowels of politics put on display because you have so many boomers, baby boomers, both sides of the aisle, who are the children of the greatest generation, fighting for relevance. Still fighting for relevance. We uh, don't we don't sense we have no sense of our own mortality. We we believe that we're going to be here. And so we might as well make a statement. And so Nancy's making her statement, but she's not making it in San Francisco because she wants to get reelected. That's why you see all the crap and stuff on the streets of San Francisco, the human feces on the uh, streets of San Francisco. She's not saying anything after she gets reelected this next time. uh, She'll say something about it. She'll she'll say something about it because uh, you're looking at uh, typhoid or I don't know what uh, maybe breaking out in San Francisco real soon. If this is not addressed and cleaned up, this is absolutely off the chain, out of control, folks. Yeah. I actually, you know what, uh, it, it is just amazing. It is amazing. But now, here we go. Um, thinking about all of this, thinking about this, here we go. I believe, 
that um, we are looking at uh, a point in time where um, you're going to actually see again Bernie Sanders robbed, (laughs) robbed of the nomination. Because even though Buttigieg's time has not come yet, at least Buttigieg is um, uh, he's not quite as he's not. In fact, he's not nearly as as socialist as Boini and Cortez are. Although I don't think Buttigieg would carry his own state being as conservative as the state of uh, Indiana is. I'm not too sure that Buttigieg would carry his own state. So, interesting time that we live in. And um, you still have on the table the illegal immigrant problem here in this country in which I'm going to deal with when I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show. Uh, Texas has taken more than its share, fair share of refugees, and it's time for other states. It is time for other states to step up. Uh, State Attorney General Ken Paxton said Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday, while defending Governor Greg Abbott's decision for his state to be the first to take President Donald Trump on his offer to bar new refugees from being received. That is the um, challenge that um, Donald John Trump has. Right now, that's the challenge. Yeah, that's the challenge. Is the refugees, I won't say refugees, these are illegal aliens. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hey, I'm speaking the same as they're speaking now, even though that's, I think that was, um, that may have been Newsmax. And when I come back, I want to deal with that because... You see, friends, there are so many issues that we have forgotten uh, in all of this impeachment debacle type of stuff. There's so many things that we have forgotten. And so we're going to uh, deal with this immigrant thing when I return, because we're going to talk about this. This has to be talked about, has to be discussed, because Texas has, again, uh, been bold in its stance. They've drawn a line again in the sand, even though that may be mythical, I don't know, but uh, they've drawn a line in the sand, and um, they're saying we're no more. We'll talk a little bit about that and how it affects you when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Home stretch today of. I'll be right back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation over the CL Bryant show. Hey, friends. Um, you know what? Um, when all of the smoke of this um, impeachment thing clears, in the midst of uh, primaries and presidential elections uh, that's going on, you know what's what's going to happen? You are still going to have, we are still going to have that illegal alien question, aren't we? I know that uh, what has just engulfed engulfed uh, the entire political spectrum is the impeachment trial. But it's soon going to be over. It's going to be over. I I think it's going to come to a halt sooner than later. It's going to be over. And there are issues that are going to be on the table. The impeachment's not going to be on the table anymore. It's going to be off the table leading into the 2020 election. And one of the issues that was huge on the table that we don't even think about, we don't talk about, we see it every ever once in a while in um, uh, the news, but it's not the, the type of uh, topic that it was before, uh, you know, the impeachment pr- uh, trial came up for all this. This came up. We had caravans. We had caravans knocking at our southern border, and we had people still knocking at our southern border uh, right now. And those are going to have to be dealt with. And uh, Texas is one of the states that's saying that they, listen, they've had enough. Yeah, Texas is saying that they, they've had enough. Um, they've, they've taken their fair share, more than their fair share of, uh, they call them refugees. They're illegal Im- immigrants. And it's time for other states to step up. That's what Attorney General, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton uh, said Tuesday uh, while defending Governor Greg Abbott's decision for his state to be the first to take President Donald Trump up on, uh, up on his offer to bar new Refugees, illegal aliens, uh, from being received. Uh, I think the message is pretty simple from the governor. Uh, Paxton said on Fox News, uh, nothing that the governor told Secretary of State Mike Pompeo uh, that since 2010 we have allowed more refugees, illegal aliens, into our state than any other state all the time believing that Congress would fix our immigration problem and borders. They haven't done that. That is what Governor Abbott 
has Greg Abbott has said of Texas. And I agree with you, Governor. I applaud you, Governor, for having the courage to stand and say that enough is enough because Congress did in fact promise that they would fix this problem, but they haven't. Instead, instead, they have pursued Russian collusion and all that type of hoax. Uh, They pursued the Robert Mueller hoax on this Russian collusion thing, and the FBI, they have pursued this impeachment fake news debacle that has been going on. And they promised to fix this fiasco at the border, and they have not. And Greg Abbott is saying, Governor Abbott of Texas is saying, hey, listen, we're not going to take any more. They have time to impeach. They have time to chase Russians, uh, fake Russians and fake impeachment. They have time to do all of that, but they don't have time to give us the relief that we need here in Texas on this illegal alien problem. Even though he referred to those refugees, he knows, I know, and I know Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott would have said illegal aliens in a different setting. That's who they are. Not as, not as governor. He'd never say it as governor. But it's time. Enough is enough. And you know what, Americans? Guess what, Americans? Guess what, Americans? It's time for us to say enough, too. To all of the lunacy, to all of the the foolishness that's going on in Washington, D.C., it's time for us to say enough. I've been pushing and I've been advocating another march on Washington like the one we had uh, over 10 years ago now. In 2009, uh, 1.5 million Americans descended upon Washington, D.C. I spoke to that crowd. Let me tell you something. They descended upon Washington, D.C. To say that we were not being heard. You don't hear us. Huh? The crowd was chanting, uh, and it was a slogan that Jenny Beth, Jenny Beth Martin, uh, had to say, can you hear us now? Americans, it may be time to send a message again uh, that they need to hear us. We're sick of this type of, of sh- uh, shenanigans, these, these shenanigans that they are, they are pulling uh, here, trying to impeach a, a president who is successful. And who's done nothing but brought brought honor again uh, through the grace of God to this country. God has blessed this presidency. He has blessed our nation uh, because of the actions of this administration. And if we had any sense, if we had any sight... And and Americans, we're walking by we're walking by the I walk by the faith of it. But Americans, I know that you're walking. So many of you are walking by what you see. That's what we all do when it comes to politics. That's the only reason we vote for a politician, because, yeah, we may have some faith over them, but we in, in the person, if we know them, we may have faith in them. But we also judge them by what we see. In what they are able to do as far as pulling together certain coalitions to work with them. Will they bring certain things to the table or do they have that ability? Do we see that? And do you have faith enough to then uh, try and bring that about? Huh? 
Oh, friends, uh, so many of us four years ago, four years ago, and I, I want to want to just drive this home and leave you with this because it's important. Where 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 were you? Where were you? Four years ago. Um, four years ago, I want to remind you all that we were about to witness political history being made in America. I was a cruiser. I was a Ted Cruiser at that time. Yeah, I was a national spokesman for Ted Cruz four years ago. And um, I had no intention whatsoever of working with or for the Trump campaign. I, I had no intention of ever being engaged with the Trump campaign. Surely uh, everybody, everybody uh, knew and would love to be a part of that, that whole Trump thing because, you know, he was this huge, huge, huge brand. Who wouldn't want to be a part of the brand? But I had no intention of being a part of his political campaign because, quite frankly, I thought it was simply one of those things that the, uh, the Donald did. You know, it was one of those stunts that he that he did. You know, and truly it was his own branding, the thing that he does do the best that won him the day and also won him the attention of millions, millions upon millions of Americans, including me, that he was genuine in his desire, his love for country. And I got to tell you, uh, even though I, I still I still uh, crazy about me, some Ted Cruz still li- like Ted, Ted made Ted knows and he, Ted knows he's heard it from all of us that uh, it was a mistake to take the type of posture that he took at the Republican convention in the nominating convention of Donald John Trump. And Ted, even though uh, uh, we, we've moved on from it, no doubt about it, you must know that that is exactly what gave rise to Beto O'Rourke because so many of people who did go out and vote for you the last time stayed home this time. And it all, all almost lend itself, it also almost loaned itself to you being ousted. And a total airhead like Beto being elected. I believe we all got a wake up call with that. It would have been a uh, sick. It would have been an eight point eight on the Richter scale if Ted Cruz had lost his seat to Beto O'Rourke. And the penalty uh, that he was be paying was that penalty that uh, he uh, caused to cause himself at the Republican National Convention.
when he took the type of attitude that he did toward the posture, the posture that he did toward the nominee, Donald John Trump. So four years later, that same president, that same nominee, uh, unheralded, unthought of nominee for president of the United States, Donald John Trump, is president of the United States, has done an incredible job as president of the United States, and he's on trial to be impeached by the Senate, which won't do it, but they're going to go through with the trial. Even though he is presiding over the greatest economy we've ever had, uh, unemployment numbers are historical. Employment numbers are historical. Surplus of jobs, historical. Opportunities for women who are, are historical. But yet, you have the president presiding over that historical stock market marks that have been reached. You have the president has, that has presided over that. You have him on trial for abusing his power and obstructing justice. <laughs> uh, it is absolutely hilarious. But it's all being done so that Nancy Pelosi can ensure that Joe Biden gets the nomination. Joe is going to come out of this trial thing untouched. Hunter, maybe not so much. It may cast a shadow on Joe, but Joe's not going to win anyway. But he's going to get the nomination. Um, I could be wrong. There could be a, somebody in the in the wings, in the closet, that they may have to pop out. But right now, it's all Joe's to win, and it's his to certainly lose. Well, that's the show for today, folks, and uh, I certainly do appreciate you coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. We'll soon be on uh, a local station here in the Denver area, and we certainly look forward to talking to you from there. Thank God for bringing us to the close of yet another day, and I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. And until I'm able to talk to you again, I'm CL, and may God bless and keep you all.